And we are back for another edition of the Daily Dots. Um, another interesting day. Uh, this just keeps getting wilder and wilder, man. Um, and hey, guys, it, and the other thing, like, just rest assured, um, if you haven't been in these markets for a long time, this is what a mania bubble looks like. Um, just full stop. Um, Apple put out something today. Their stock was clinging on the edge of a serious technical breakdown, which would spell, especially in a strong tape, would spell serious trouble for the deal. They came out and announced, made some off-the-cuff announcement about an AI tool they are developing. The stock has turned around to the tune of almost over 1% turnaround since they made that announcement on the day. Yeah, and it'll probably keep going for sure. Which, remember, guys, you're talking about about a $90 billion turnaround since they made an announcement about an AI tool that they've got that is not yet out, that they're not selling yet. Guys, you're watching this right now, and I think that everybody, I'm not saying Tim Cook is being disingenuous. I don't think he'd do that. But the, the news is out. And companies, I think, know that they can increase their market capitalization by 50 to 100% by just coming out and saying they're involved in AI. 100%. That's, that's, that's where we're at. And guys, I don't care what anybody tells you about how real AI is. This is a bubble. This is a flat-out mania. And the crazy part about that is that I think it's highly possible, if not likely, that we're at the beginning of the craziest point of it. You know what I'm saying, Chase? Like, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, to me, the 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 example today of Soundhound like really put it into perspective. Um, they they mentioned an investment from Nvidia on earnings, uh, and that was enough to get everyone fired up talking about it. The stock at one at one point, I don't even know where it settled, but it was up like eighty percent. And uh, but a couple of people that ha- actually. Like knew the stock were like, well, that's that's interesting, but that happened in 2017. This investment they're talking about, so uh, to me, that's like the perfect encapsulation of how like the the animal spirits where you're at right now. Where Dan Ives is tweeting about it, you know, right after it happens, and which tells me tells you like if we're flat out meme, we're we're flat out meme trading. Like to say fundamentals don't matter is an understatement. We're flat out meme trading. We're at we are past the 2021 mania even where guys were going on CNBC recommending stocks. They didn't even know what they did. That's, that's where you're at writ large. And we're not even saying it for one stock. Now we're saying it for just you, all you have to do. And here's the funny thing. While this lasts, that's probably how you're going to make the most money by far. Just say AI and you win. Yeah. And just buy anything regardless of price valuation. It doesn't even need to be real. You know, we saw that in the 2021 boom, some of the best performing stuff were, companies that I still think will be found as fraudulent, like Carvana, things like that, right? This is just, and here's the thing, like you, that's why it's about ready to crash. I don't know. I, not if they cut, <laughs> not if, they cut, not if they cut into this. You get a rate cut into this, which I don't see them. I, I look, I don't, what do we think? You know, something we haven't really talked about is what, what, what do we think the likelihood of them getting out of this year without a cut is? Um get out of the whole year i would say it, it it it's very slim because they're gonna very slim. because they either they either do the adjustment cut that they want to do like the just because inflation is is low cut or, but if they don't then they'll get the like another look the, 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 oh, the oh crap cut like the one like oh we broke some stuff cut like 
So to me, you're probably going to get either one. And now I would I would I be shocked if you know you get to like July and you haven't been able to get off a cut because they because everything's so strong and inflation's reaccelerating? No, I wouldn't. But that's the point where you probably have you know the economy would actually slow down based on that. And I'd, as as awesome as the consumer has held up and which has blown my mind for sure in the last year. Uh, I don't think another bout of inflation is something that anyone's really ready to to take on. Yeah, no, I, um, man, this is getting frothy. It is just crazy. I, I haven't seen stuff like this and I wasn't an active trader in 99, but I, it's the only thing to compare it to. You know what I mean? Where it's just meme above all, no one cares. It, it reminds me a lot too of the, of the, whenever crypto kind of made its, it's blow off. And this was before the 2021 stuff, but whenever like Long Island iced tea company turned into a, a blockchain crypto company, like stuff like that, where, because a lot of companies were like, hey, let's find a way to say we're doing crypto because that or blockchain, because then our stock will triple in that week. And it was working. So like now, if the Kingmaker NVIDIA gives you 20 bucks, to, you know, for an investment, like you win, because the investment for Soundhound was like a few, it was like 25 million bucks or something like that. It was like, I mean, maybe that's real money to Soundhound or whatever. That's fine. But, you know, like, uh, that's that's just not that big a deal, you know, in the grand scheme. So, but that, that, that it just really shows you where you're at. I mean, I feel like SMCI could come out and say, you know, we're going to invest um, a few dollars into this company, so-and-so company, and it would just be on a rocket ship. No matter what they did, who they were, it could be, you know, like a, a drywall company. And if they were like, hey, we're going to, you know, give these folks 20, 20 grand, it would probably be triple. Well, it's artificially driven drywall or artificial intelligence driven drywall. Which is yeah. smart and, drywall. and 3D printed. Okay. Yeah. This is smart drywall. Um, and, and the other thing, SMCI up another 0.6 and after hours, it's at 1,010. Um, which is take, taking small caps. The, the index is self for a ride to the moon. Um, which put in a higher high today over where we were like whatever it was three days ago. So. I, I well, it just keeps backing up. We're seeing this. Look, you're setting up for a massive move one way or the other, guys. And both, <laughs> yeah. And you've got to and you've got to protect both. We were we were making the comparisons to the LTCM thing yesterday. Um, I'm not sure why we hadn't figured that out late late or earlier, but that that is that is an eerie similar setup. You sent me a chart last night that blew my mind. For those of you that didn't listen to the show yesterday, I'm assuming all of you did. SMCI. Yeah, a shame on you, but SMCI up another 1.10, 1.1 in after hours now. 115 is the stock price. Um, yeah, I yeah, these are crazy times, but they're also fascinating, guys. Like <laughs> you just you will not see this many more times in your life. Like this is this is a full tilt blowout mania. Um, and I think the odds are it could go way higher. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, just we, when you get to this point and. You, Government is dumping money with no cha- no no idea to stop. You've got a whole investor base that's made tons of money on things that don't cash flow like crypto, right? Like you're just to the point of watching people just make money and leave you behind. In the, there are no restraints holding this market. You know what I mean? Like you've already accomplished. To have a bubble, you've got to have a real underlying story, right? You have to see performance, meaning that those things that have to work. They got to gin up. Everybody needs to get in. Right. And then, you know, these are like the checklists to developing a bubble. And um, 
we're there. I mean, that's you're there. You just need the final, and I think you might be seeing it right well, now. And one, good God, watching SMCI go up in after hours is just amazing. Still, you're pressing one thousand twenty now. Man, uh, that well, thing just goes up ten to fifteen percent a day. One thing that's really illustrating this right now is buying calls is actually getting more expensive than buying puts, which is very rare. Um, and that that tells you, and they're getting kind of expensive, so it tells you that a lot of people are starting to use exactly what we're talking about. We've been talking about you know, right tail hedging with options, but now it's getting expensive because everyone's doing it. But that that can ha- very much have a, a self um, fulfilling prophecy aspect where so many people are buying aggressive calls that they they have to go buy a bunch of underlying to to you know to hedge it. So this thing can get and and. The options trading angle, like we didn't have anything like that in ninety eight, ninety nine. Like you didn't have everyone buying buying calls. You also didn't have people buying zero date. That's insanity. Zero date to option expiry stuff. So guys, and that's why I'm saying this is such a volatile mix right now. You have the most, you have the biggest involvement of the most drunk investors in the history of this market. Yeah, so you you posted something on Twitter yesterday about the the LTCM kind of analog, and and I noticed uh, a friend of mine responded about um, that that came after like a twenty percent correction, but that's even more like more to the point. Like this one may not come after a correction; it may come into like the you know the, the first stage of a blow off. So that at least there was some actual weakness to cut on, you know, to cut into back then, like. They they don't get me wrong. They cut into strength, the, similar to now, but it was less strength, and there was they had something to back it up with. Like, hey, look, oh, at least the market's down twenty percent before we do this. So if they do it now, you're cutting at all time highs with inflation accelerating. Yeah, I'm, and, and like we were just talking about, you didn't have all the calls being bought back then to like be the the, the tail that wags the dog. So I, I would I would venture that the the right tail like possibilities are they're just they're even bigger like the the cone of uncertainty on on how far you can go is just that much bigger uh you other thing is you read the oh smci up now two and a half percent after hours soundcloud soundcloud or no sound hound sound hounds up four why not yeah um yeah tesla up 6.2 percent on no news today i yeah this is just this is wild this is wild to watch um i i didn't think that i yeah i you see stuff on a day-to-day basis where you're like this is crazy I mean, it's all good smci's revenue is up 14 percent year over year so well i mean that explains a 10x move in <laughs> three months net income's down year over year I, no one cares dude i know i it just don't get me wrong they like their future obviously does actually look like it could be bright but they're up a thou- they're now at 1032 in after hours up 3% in after hours on top of their 14% move during the day so something that we've talked about a lot that they can can make this party awkward is, is oil and that was oil's up again today it's been kind of range bound this week but you're not that far away from it having i don't a even bit know if, i don't even know if that's going to i don't even know if that's going to matter i think if you push past if you if you if you got back to tri- triple digits this year it starts to matter 
absolutely starts. You matter. you can feel it too. You know what I'm saying? Like literally, you yeah. can feel what what's going on out there. It's like it's like the energy in in a football game for a playoff game versus yeah. like a preseason game. You, yeah. It's like a buzz you feel. Yeah, like, it's almost like the electricity from power lines and or something. The fear of missing out on a oh yeah, move. like all of it. Can you can yeah? I was reading sentiment indicators that retail has never been more bullish. Wow. Like that they are just bulled up to the max. I was reading another article that um, they were like taking a survey of fund managers and the number one complaint they're getting or comment they're getting is why don't we own more NVIDIA? Oh yeah. So Le Shrub posted today that his barber told him he only owns the, all his equity is now just one stock and that's NVIDIA, which I mean, that's, that's some bell ring, bell ringing stuff hey, and for if you, sure. And, hey, and I'll just say it flat out. If you're, if you're listening to this and you get caught in this, that's on you. They, yeah. they, this will not last. This ends in absolute tears. And look, if we're right about where this is going, this ain't going to be a 20 or 30% pullback, guys. If what we're talking about is what's happening right now, you absolutely could be looking at another 70 to 80% crash on the horizon. Yeah, very well. Maybe you, you, from, you, from you just have guys higher. You, you, there is nothing supporting these moves. It is pure speculation and fluff, and it will evaporate faster than it came. The problem is, is where does it go between now and the top? Right. And and the the funny thing is, like, there there's real stuff you can buy that, that is breaking out and doing well. Like, uh, like small cap industrials, um, refi- like oil refiners, like things like this that, hey, they're also breaking out, but, like, they have real businesses. They're buying back stock, things like that. But they're not going to go up 5X. No, they're not. But point being like there are places to hide that aren't going down which was more difficult to find last year but here's the tough part let me just give you a warning about this okay if you want to come out of this okay you must be willing to underperform to flat out yeah now it is a prerequisite if you're a retail person do you have a better chance of keeping up in a portfolio like ours yeah but i will also say if what we're talking about happens, happens, I don't see us keeping up to pace with it either. Oh, no, no chance. I, 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 we, if we, we did, it would be pure luck or we took too much risk. Yeah. That's, all, that's it. My goal, if we're right about this, if we can capture 60 to 70% of it, I will be thrilled. But we're going to do it with very low risk exposure. Right. Guys, yeah, this is just getting – you're getting to the point where I don't think if, – if, if you're speaking to somebody that isn't saying what we're saying – you have to write them off. I, you, just, this is nuts. And we're going to, we're going to, you know, we've, we always talk about how narrative follows price. So you're going to get all of a sudden, you're going to get a shocking amount of articles hitting financial press about the new paradigm. And it's, it's kind of like the, the permanently hot, permanently high plateau kind of, you're going to get all kinds of that kind of talk. Uh, the, the sentiment that we kind of like feel in the markets, it will, that's going to start hitting the, the financial press real hard. Yep. Yep. And, and, and fun, like, and this is the tough part about it. It's like, you know, bubbles, they're so easy to spot and navigate in, in hindsight. But if, if you're doing the right thing in a bubble at the end of it, it should be a daily fight with yourself to not jump in. So if you're feeling that that's confirmation of what we're talking about. Yeah. So I was just reading about this yesterday when uh, Stanley Druckenmiller was kind of famous for he just couldn't take it anymore. And he bought a few, a few, uh, or, uh, he was like shorting some tech names going into the tech bubble before he bought some, but he, the, the ones he shorted, it was like 2 billion worth. And it turned into like, uh, 
like he lost like eight billion on like a two billion dollar bet, like almost instantly. I think it was like four billion. It, awesome. it was like super fast. Yeah, it got smoked. It, and it was five stocks, and all five stocks went bankrupt. But but he was in that last stage of it, so it just I mean it just ripped his face off. And I and he still ended up positive on the air. All yeah, which is he just flipped back he's he an animal. Back. Yeah, because right. he just has zero. Yeah. He's just pure decision. Like he just has zero hesitation. He and Tudor Jones are both like that. They could pivot on a dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but, but the funniest part about that is in the interview, he gets asked, what did you learn from that? And he goes, I learned absolutely nothing. I knew I shouldn't have been doing it when I did it. And I did it anyway because I didn't want to miss out. Yeah. Like always, I'd always heard of like, you know, the, when he, when he bought the tech stocks and got, and got hit, but I, I didn't realize how much he got run over on, on shorting a few, right? Like, towards that last stage too that was and and it just stood out to me that all five of the ones he tried to short they all died yep you know but you get the timing a smidge wrong and it that's what happens well and you're gonna get the timing. it's all violent they are like you know and that's and 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 if you don't it's luck yeah and they get the most violent at the end right and that's the tough part right and that's why when it starts getting to that point and i think it you know who knows what it'll look like if we're right if this happens well, I wouldn't say if we're right. We're not saying it's going to happen. We're saying that I think that the odds are pointed in that way. Uh, I'll say if we, if we get the blow off like to the upside, then we're, then we'll have a crash. Like, Yeah. I'm right. willing to say that. Right. But I do think that this market is set up to where, uh, you know, like a year ago, we're looking at the market and a sideways trajectory looked a lot more sensible. Right. Um, obviously, that's not what happened. I look at the market today and, again, I feel like part of it, you can just feel it. I just – you look at all the indicators. You look at everything. I just think this market's set up for a big break one way or the other. And when I say big, if it breaks the downside, I don't mean 50. But right. I think you could easily drop another 15 or 20, and yeah. you're still looking at a historically – well, you'd still be looking at one of the most expensive markets in history if you drop 15 or 20. Um, but At that point, you're – you're. Let, let's say we go up 50, 60, 70% this year. That That's the point where you, you're – AI better be even more real than everyone thinks and more prof- profound in, in the way it changes the economy or, or like you're just, you're going to be in really, really See, good that's a, the, Here's another reason why you're, this is the other reason why I think this is just very fertile soil for it just to blow off top. Nobody expects to see real hardcore AI results, financially speaking for at least another 12 to 16. Months. Yeah. It gives you all that runway to you do got something the, yeah, stupid. Yeah. You got the runway, you got the window, you got all that time for people to make excuses yep. for why the fundamentals aren't showing up yet. Very true. Um, and I, you, <sighs> and they, and they are showing up for like the, the hardware stuff, but like I, if anyone, and Hey, if anyone's heard of like, Oh no, like here's the, here's all these applications people are building on it that are making a fortune. Like if you, if you have that information, I would love to hear it, but I, that's the stuff I haven't heard. Like clearly people are building a lot of stuff, but if like you have that information, I'll pay for it. Yeah. I mean, I, cause I haven't seen any of that. I obviously the hardware people, you know, that are selling stuff like they're doing fine, but you either turn it into a killer app that makes money or, or, you know, like who cares? Right. And, and I don't get me wrong. I think that happens. It's just, I haven't seen it yet. So what other news do we have coming up this week? So, I think this is like, this is just bubble watch. Like I, like, so I'll, I'll run through and I'll, I'll even tell you guys, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Cause I know we've got clients listening to this. I gotta, I gotta be forthright with the folks here. And, and you were having, you and I were having a discussion before you came in. I added a 1% position in that sound uh, company you were talking to. 
1%. My clients don't need to freak out. We stop lost it tight. Just a little 1% baby position. It'll probably be your best performer. Probably. And if it's not, we'll get out of it quick. But like, guys, that that is kind of a that's kind of a baked in example of what we're talking about. Obviously, we're going to that that new portfolio is going to be launching where we'll express those kind of trades via options. But that's got, one of the reasons I did it is because that's kind of like an option on this AI thing. It's a very small company. I'm not advising you to buy it. I would actually please don't. Right. I've got two I've got two full time traders watching screens all, all day long. So me buying it is not the same as you buying it. But same kind of basic idea, right? Like, how do we keep the core of what we own conservative so we're not too, ex- you know, we're not too exposed to risk and we're not risking any hits? And then how do we put these things out on the tails that are really small but can still give us some some amplitude right. to the upside? And and for my more value conscious friends, please do not think less of me. <laughs> this is this is purely bubble insurance. And and we and we've been looking at some of the like like backbone for all this, like the hardware side that hasn't been tapped into yet. Like obviously like chips, like everyone knows that that's there. They've made it, they're making money, they're growing, their stocks are going straight up, but there, there are some other picks and shovels that people haven't talked about yet that are really just as important, just as required that we we haven't really moved yet. Right. That we're looking at and have started very very small to start putting on. And that have reasonable valuations and that have real businesses that will actually be impacted by if these things go forward. And and people need their stuff with or without regardless. Right. So if if AI is fake, data centers still need a lot of this stuff. What's on our list now? We've got five or six of those that we're watching very closely. Probably up to seven now. Uh-huh. And they're all flirting with uh, with breakouts. We we will probably add if 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 I mean we're right on the edge with several of those names. We'll probably add them. I'm not trying to hold it back from you guys. I just got to be careful about what I say because yeah. I can't get in trouble for soliciting things or or recommending and, and things like that. But going back to Druck, he I looked at his 13F today, and he's he's adding some very similar stuff. Um, he still having video, kind of on that network side. He he does, but he trimmed it. Okay. He so trimmed, even he, he trimmed it. He trimmed a few like mega cap tech names, um, which Google got hit pretty hard today, and he trimmed that. I wouldn't be surprised if that was at least a small part of the reason. But why is Google getting hit? I don't know. But it, it because did, it's it, cheap. It did not. Yeah, it did not have a great day. Uh, there was like I heard something about some story. Like a lot of it's getting popular to say that uh, AI is going to like take over search and like make yeah. That dude, this Google one cracks me up because when it's all said and done, I will put dollars to cents that Google's one of the leaders in AI. It is just it cracks me up how everybody is. They're, they're viewed as like the big loser for for AI. It's 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 completely not true. Yeah, it's completely not true. I was talking to someone about this today. It was uh, you could make an argument that they maybe have the second best chip as it's related to AI right now. This. <laughs> I was I was talking to someone about this today, like where all these like hardcore like computer nerds are like, well, I don't even use Google anymore. I I'm using so and so AI thing, and I'm like, that's cool. Like your mom's not, your aunt's not. Like like no, like most people aren't going to leave Google to to run like your like nerdy AI stuff to search. Nvidia passes Google in yeah. terms of market cap. Oh, is, is a, it passes? I will trade. I will trade Nvidia for Google all day long. Hundred percent, all day long. Yeah, they're a hardware company, man. Google, mark my words, Google will swamp Nvidia in profits over the next ten years, and Google will make a pile on AI. I bet you they make more on AI than Nvidia does. And and and, and look, there's a lot of history backing up that position, right? Cisco was not the big winner 
in in internet, right? And NVIDIA ain't going to be the big winner in AI. This is hilarious. Hey, look, and this is another part that makes bubble navigating bubbles. So, and I'm not telling you Google's the one you need to buy. I could be wrong on Google. Okay, what I'm saying is one one of the, I think one of the most pernicious parts of an of a bubble is it's not just that you get in the wrong stocks; it's that you miss the right ones. Right. Like meaning the stuff, because whenever you see this, you know, immediately that there is ridiculously priced stuff on the other side. That's just getting no oxygen. Right. You want to outperform for the next 10 years. That's where you're looking. Right. I mean, just is. Yeah. Finding strength in the stuff that's getting beat up is just is a wonderful way to do it, because eventually like everything has its own its own like season. Right. Where it does well. So like right now, like you. And I hate utilities, just like everyone else hates utilities. But if you went and looked at every utility chart and found a few that, hey, they're, they're kind of sticking in there and hanging in. Well, whenever you, utilities have a season, whether that's just, you know, rates crashing because of a recession or something. Here's a, here's another great. Here's another bubbly sign. You've got a day like that where stuff is bouncing like that. And on that same day, Google, Amazon, and NVIDIA are down. Yeah, I think... Do you know why that you Max Seven was like barely green today? Yeah, you know why I think that's you know you that's that's like the drunk moving from Cabernet to whiskey. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he, he's like this ain't hard enough anymore. I gotta get I gotta yeah. get I gotta get the harder drugs. That yeah, that seems fair. And that's another that's another, as a whiskey drinker, I take that personally. That's another bubble phenomena you see. The more real and concrete something is, if it is a bubble, the more it is unloved. Yeah, Nvidia is for losers, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have enough leverage. It doesn't have. It doesn't move enough. It needs more volatility, as the as the pros would say, right? Oh, Dan Ives, I I can't wait to watch him go up and smoke. <laughs> no, I mean, talk about a guy. Talk about a a horse for a course. Oh yeah, right. I, I mean, Dan Ives has declared himself to be one of the most brilliant men in the world, and the only thing that Dan Ives is good for is never looking at a fundamental. Oh, 100%. Anyway, what else do we have coming up this week? What, what, give him credit for, for being a not super young guy. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I admire his ability to be an idiot at a late age. Um, so for, real quick, I'll run through today because we had tons of data. Um, retail sales was actually pretty weak. Missed, but that could be the awful January weather, so don't get too excited about that. Uh, Empire Manufacturing and Philly Fed were both way better than expected and pretty solid looking. Uh, jobless claims, like nah, nothing really to mention, honestly. And then housing, um, NAHB, uh, was, was a good bit. Was it, it was another beat and, and another higher high, despite the fact that, uh, mortgage rates are up. So that was notable tomorrow. We'll have housing permits and starts, uh, PPI, which I feel like no one's paying attention to PPI for tomorrow, but given what we just had with inflation with the CPI, if PPI is hot tomorrow, you could have another day where yields have to go up five, 10 bips and you know, you might have a little heartburn in equities for 20 minutes or something. Um, but that, that's really it for the rest of the week. Yeah. Well, all righty folks, we are on bubble watch and, and we, I, I feel like we got to get there at one point or another. I, we're still not quite breaking out right there. Right. I mean, it just keeps flirting with it, but, uh, it just, man, it feels like the energy is building for a big move one way or the other. Yeah, it just really feels like it's up at the moment. Even though there's so many pre- prerequisites for for a nasty move lower, thanks to all the systematic stuff I'm always droning on about. Yeah. 
boy. It's going to be interesting. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us today. As always, give us a subscribe. If you listen, helps us get more guests on the show. And uh, don't miss tomorrow. We're going to be back. at Well, tomorrow we're back with the regular show, proper show. And, uh, oh, in a week. Is this, is this one improper? In a week. Well, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, are you in Seattle or are you in Seattle proper? Right? It's that language. I've always, you know, it's, it's always sounded fancy. It's like East Coast lingo. You know, it makes you sound smarter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, oh no, no, but, but fed week, everybody knows that I've been really fired up at the feckless nature of the fed. So to that note, guess who we're having on the show tomorrow? Who? Rudy Havenstein. Oh, nice. Speaking of, you should write a book called feckless fed. That just, that's got a good ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's your go-to word. So it just fits. It just, you know why? As a guy that really try, and I'll be honest with you, I'm a football player. I'm an intense guy. Controlling my mouth has always been hard and not cursing. is just, it's hard for me not to, it's, we noticed yesterday. Yeah. It takes, it takes, takes a lot of faith. (laughs) It takes a lot of work, but feckless, it's non swear word that delivers it. It feels like a swear word. Scratches the itch, man. That's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know if it's because there's the F sound and the K sound in there. Maybe. I mean, it's still kind of erudite, you know? You know, fe- you know, it's not like so, you're an idiot. Do you, so do you call the refs feckless whenever you're coaching? Well, I in my I, – I can't say anything to the refs in my grade. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, because I'm in front of the third graders. I'm not getting – well, we had a coach – This is why I don't coach. We had a coach get ejected out of a second-grade football game last year. <laughs> and I was just watching him go after the refs. I'm out there, and I'm just sitting there watching – like just got – I'm eyes are all wide, like losing it. And you got to – when you when you coach second – all you see are these little helmets moving around the field. I mean, there's little midgets, right? There's just little, 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 little dudes running around. And to get that fired up, I mean, I get fired up for our second and third grade games, you know. But to be screaming profanities of ref in front of them, you're like, brother, you need to find a hobby. Yeah, literally, or a dog or something. It's like Jim Rome. We always talk about little league dad. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Boy, they're fun to deal with. Anyway, all right. That's it for today, guys. Join us tomorrow. We will be back with the show, and you're not going to want to hit. Rudy is even more fired up about the Fed than I am. He might be the only one, but that is true. Yeah. he's Well, that's why we bonded. This is going to be like a smackdown tomorrow. Either that or just like a bum rush. I mean, we're just beating up on people who can't defend themselves. Very noble. Uh, All right, guys. Anyway, you won't want to miss it. He's a great guy. uh, Super entertaining and super smart. Should be a fun time. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow. You're listening to Know Your Risk Radio podcast. Download and subscribe at knowyourriskradio.com. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Any indices referenced for comparison are unmanaged and cannot be invested into directly. As always, please remember investing involves risk and possible loss of principal capital. Please seek advice from a licensed professional. Investment advice cannot be given without a client service agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.